Welcome to Tabletop Players, my name is Ruin Ortega, and in this episode, I'm your game moderator, because we are playing Rivers of London by Chaosium. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Cade. Hi, I'm Cade. Rivers of London is a cthulhu light esque investigation, magic-y... I, I don't know. It's a system... That reminds me a lot of Call of Cthulhu, but doesn't make me fr afraid of every corner I walk around, which is nice. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's very hopeful, you know. Just like we're hopeful for uh, the players we have joining us tonight, bring us tons of laughs, which would be Jody. Hello, my friends, and Jeremy. Heyo, glad to be back. Yeah, it's been too long. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> we also rate and review coffees on this show And in this batch, we are drinking Burgundy by Birdie Coffee Co Cade, what did we have to say about Burgundy? I believe the descriptor we used was painfully average um, We gave this a 2 out of 5 good ghost doggies uh, There's just not a lot happening with this, with this coffee It is caffeinated Hot, if you like it that way. And that's about it. Yeah, and if you don't like it hot, it's it's not going to hit cold either. It's just, mm. just it's whatever. I hear some like it hot. but hmm. Indeed. Well, with that, grab a mug, fill it full of the hot stuff, and sit back and listen to us play Rivers of London by Chaosium. Alright, and we are back for episode 3 of Rivers of London. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. Getting over turkey. Nice. I feel like I've had a lot of turkey this year already, but... I, I, I just we kept say it that. simple and just said steaks for Thanksgiving. Also you, not yeah, can option. we say it's after Thanksgiving? I guess it will be after Thanksgiving <laughs> with this airs. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely is. I don't... I'm hoping we'll get this out. Well, maybe not this episode. One of these episodes will be out before American Thanksgiving. Should be. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little behind this year, but you know what? It's Set, goals doing... Set goals here. Set goals here. We're doing fine. Yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, last time we played through uh, two parts of Rivers of London, and we, we had a full self-contained story. Uh, what are your thoughts so far on Rivers of London? Um, I don't know. I want to save some stuff for the review, but I think that this is a really good introduction to TTRPGs for somebody. I like the system, but uh, it just uh, typically I, I don't like the uh, beginner adventures they put in the books for people's first time, but I do like the system. I intend to eradicate this game when we get to review. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, that 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 maybe came out too harsh, but I have some issues with this system already. No, eradicate. You said. But I, it you now. know what? I I totally I totally agree with your. You know, it's for beginners. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you know, and being that it is based on a book series, which not, none of us have read, and even myself, I ordered the books in in time to hopefully do our espresso episode, uh, and they've been held up at customs because, you know, you order anything printed and they look at a novel and they go, Canadians don't read it. What is this garbage? Um, but uh, we, you know, we don't know anything about the book series. I don't think any of us have ever read either the books or the graphic novels. Nope. I assume it takes place in London. Maybe our aunt runs rivers. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, I think so far for me, I'm like, ooh, I, I don't know if that me- makes it more accessible or not. So with that in mind, we are going to do something a little bit different uh, for the next two episodes. And that is that uh, I have uh, designed a very intricate and well thought out and definitely not fly by the seat of my pants uh, scenario uh, known as uh, rivers of Winnipeg because we had to meet somewhere in the middle of Canada. And uh, you know, we're, we're just going to jump into things. So we have, I think decided to use the exact same characters as we had last time. Um, So with that in mind, Let's just go around and reintroduce our characters to everybody who are on loan to the Canadian branch, of course. Of course. Um, so yeah, I'll be playing Professor Donald Wortham. He is a lecturer, and uh, yeah, he, he's particularly well-versed in history. Not sure about Canadian history, uh, but I imagine if he can wrap his head around, you know, the the English empires uh he can probably figure out canadian history not too bad technically we were part of britain once so true and does know something about canadian maybe all the important bits to him listen we all mourned the queen so did we r.i.p i I did did you say did we i said because of like the change oh geez (laughs) at the risk of sounding sounding colonial i did oh like, <laughs> it's the only, it's the only queen that like, ever, in my lifetime. Well, I guess your guy's lifetime too. But yeah. I'm an old guy. She was around a long time. She was comfort to some of us, Kate. She was like grandma, but we never met her, and she never sent gifts. She's on her money. Yeah, but now I'm excited that we can put someone who's actually <laughs> Canadian on Canadian money. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants the king on our money, so you know, there's that. Yeah, oh, you God. know they're just gonna cave and do it anyway, though. Probably, they call our money funny money already. So to have the king would be fantastic. <laughs> Prince Charles, I bet you you could do one of those things where you fold the money; it makes them look real weird. Probably, yeah, yeah. he already looks weird. What was that? Uh, sure. oh, have you? Did you ever see the um, the puppet show called? I think it was called Spitting Image. They had a great version of. I think it was called Spitting Image. Great version of King Charles. Hmm. That's the version I want on the funny money, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I just need to look up one thing. It's in Manitoba, Run. Oh, you're right. I forgot. Damn it. Sa- save you hitting that Google. No, I got it. I got it. I've never been to Manitoba. Neither have I. Okay. I'm glad I, I know, I know someone who times. lives in Winnipeg, but uh, we don't hang out. You know, I just don't think people, I mean, maybe our Canadians listening, but like people don't realize how vast Canada is. So you, you hear like, oh, Vancouver and Toronto. It's like half the time you've never been to those places because they're 3,000, 7,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah. But, 
That's I have not why been. I've never been to Manitoba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing interesting there. Yeah. Uh, actually, mm. I I have been. I my my wife and I did a cross Canada trip one time, uh, and we stopped in every major city along the way, uh, except. We barely stopped in Saskatoon because, as we've expressed before on this <laughs> podcast, fuck Saskatchewan. Saskatoon is a lovely city. If... <laughs> the beauty of Saskatchewan lies outside the urban sprawl. The, the, the best part is that we, like, didn't know where we were and we were just like, oh, you know, I, I could pee and let, let's stop at this random strip mall. And then we were like, where are we? This looks, this looks happening. Saskatoon. It was a major <laughs> urban center. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Our, anyone has ever referred to Saskatoon as a major <laughs> urban center. <laughs> For Saskatchewan? It's a lovely town. I hope there's a listener in Saskatchewan right now. Just Kate's cursing, just trying to save those. Cursing yeah. our names. I yeah. did refer to it as a town, but. <laughs> it's no Calgary. No. All right. All right. Well, folks, we are we are starting our journey tonight as a newly opened Canadian branch of the Folly. Um, I don't know. We Let's refer to it as, um, I don't know, what's something uniquely Canadian? The Goose. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. We'll, we'll call it the, you know, I can't do that. That's a euphemism too. The Goose Nest? All right. All right. We'll call it the Goose Nest. That's good. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll say it's loving lovingly referred to as the goose nest because you know Canadian geese are everywhere, and so we'll say that it is a a large, uh, square shaped building uh, with a a lovely riverside backdrop. That if you've been to Winnipeg, you know those fucking geese are everywhere. Like we went for a walk and we were shooing them out everywhere. So all right, it is the Same goose chicken. nest. Yeah, um, and. You are being briefed by Chief Caldwell. It's a Monday morning, and he has heard some rumors. Nothing quite confirmed yet, but he's heard some rumors of some sort of beast sighting. And he says, Good morning, gentlemen. I have been getting a lot of strange calls lately. And I know that we've just recently opened and we're still trying to get our hands on the basics of things, but it's, it seems concerning. We have um, a series of folks who report being chased after and, and pursued deep in the night by something that appears to alternate between of being a quadruped and bipedal. As if it decides, you know, on a whim to resort to more animalistic behaviors. Now, oddly enough, oddly enough, we've had reports for several months, but the branch is only getting them now based on, you know, our newly opening. And so the, the RCMP have... Asked us to take over this case. Uh, now, I need you to do some research into the history of this and how long it's been going on and uh, report back to me. And from there, we'll consider our next steps. 
But um, for now, um, I don't really have too much information. But the fact that more and more people are being um, chased and pursued and it's being reported is highly concerning to me. He, he looks at you half expectantly like, any questions? You can tell that he's not quite used to this whole thing. Uh, he may have mentioned in passing that, you know, the, the paranormal was nothing he ever thought he'd be uh, involved in when he first signed up with the uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police. But here he is. Uh, was there any attacks to go along with these sightings? Or were they just kind of seeing this thing from afar? There was one, uh, one certain Mr. Hayes. And Mr. Hayes reported that uh, whatever this thing was got close enough to scratch him. Um, he said it was a, a fairly fa fairly deep scratch, um, requiring some, uh, some stitches, possibly some cauterization. Um, and uh, was quite alarmed, <laughs> but he said that he, uh, he luckily was able to wade out into the river and, and escape it. Uh, did, did it seek him out or any of the other people or did they happen to stumble across it? Like, was it, was it going after them or was it like they stumbled upon it in a back alley by accident? Uh, Mr. Hayes reported that he had just left the Forks Market, uh, and had been, uh, enjoying some of the local brews at the brewery held there, uh, when he walked, went for a brisk walk. At night, uh, at that moment, he he then started to walk along the river banks, um, and he quickly felt uneasy, and so I, I do believe that he didn't stumble upon it so much as it started to pursue him. Interesting. And and how many of the other witnesses were drunk? Well, Mister Hayes reports that he was by himself at the time. That was a good catch that uh, he was at the brewery and could have been drunk. Did any of these people chased happen to be carrying Coca-Cola? I'm wondering if it was a polar bear of some variety. <laughs> I've seen commercials on all of the television. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Professor Wortham. Uh, yes, Professor Wortham. Um, uh, lovely accent you have there. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I, I, to answer your question, I believe the polar bear is uh, fiction, sir. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Coca-Cola one, of course. I mean, polar bears in general. All polar bears. Net. <laughs> Fake. Elaborate conspiracy by the Canadian government. <laughs> But something I saw on the public access channel was miniature hippopotamuses. <laughs> oh, second, I gotta feed my house hippo. Has the uh, has the folly here actually established a library? Uh, they have not. Um, a lot of the areas are still under construction. It seems to be almost a historical building that they're um, adding on to. Um, however, he says that a lot of these things would be stored in public archives with the RCMP uh, or courts, um, the courthouses uh, for certain things. And then, of course, there's also the University of Winnipeg where they would have access to all the latest media. 
Well, downtown there is the Millennium Library uh, that we could check out. Uh, are we just pulling these names out of the air? Or <laughs> no, I'm looking legit? at the map. <laughs> uh, I in the general chat, I shared a map of, of Manitoba. My I'm first also, question yeah. was, does like, Manitoba have a library? <laughs> you, I think you were like, does Manitoba have a library? It's not yeah. Saskatchewan Gate. <laughs> does Manitoba have a library? Not the entire province. No, no. <laughs> I, no, I have shared a, a map, and uh, all of these places are real. Um, so At what point do we market, issue an apology to this province? Um, they're already writing a season. Okay, 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 okay. Sometime in season 12. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, also, okay, the Canadian Museum for Human Rights is amazing. Everybody in the world should go there. Like, If you have a reason to go to Winnipeg, it's that. I don't. Don't try to it save is. it now. Don't try to save it now. The, the be nice beer at now. Forks Market is delicious. <laughs> if only we had beer here. We should have been called, I don't know, Brews and Bards or something. Like, drink beer instead of coffee. Oh, man. We can make oh, that our late off. night show. Spin off. Yep. yep. Patreon exclusive. Drunk d Cantrips and cold uh, ones. Are we aware of any, like, Manitoban, uh, specifically uh, mm. specifically Winterpeg, or Winnipeg, <clears throat> sorry, uh, specifically Winnipeg, like, is there an, o- do you, are you Westerners familiar with the Ogopogo? Of course, oh, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So is there any, like, Ogopogo myths here in Winnipeg that this might relate to? Like, oh, you what you saw was the Hound of... The Hound of Westbridge. Baskerville. Like. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let, let's find out as I'm doing research. Uh, Winnipeg cryptids. Well, if the storyteller is kind of going, what are you talking about? I'm pretty sure we're not going to find <laughs> But he no, said actually, that he was flying by the seat of his pants, so maybe we're helping him out. No, 100%. I'm running this. Like, I want you guys to actually do some online research. I think that's dope. There's the Manipogo. Which is uh, the Manapogo? They ripped it's, off the Ogopogo. <laughs> yeah, it's also called the Winnipogo. It's in Lake Winnipegosis, <laughs> which uh, my wife has family near Winnipegosis. So that sounds like a disease. I know it does. It sounds like something you got vaccinated for in junior high. But okay. oh I was God. trying to, I was trying to you know, give Winnipeg the benefit of the doubt, but they're stealing other people's cryptids for crying out loud. <laughs> Come, come on, Manitoba, do better. Yeah, and that's like the okay. big one. That's the 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 one that shows up is is the Manipogo. I'll. I don't want to. I don't like to brag, but uh, Arthur is not particularly a librarian person. <laughs> that's a brag. <laughs> it's an occupation. He might not be. It's it's fine. So so um. Are any of you maybe good at b- with books and research? Because uh, I certainly am not. I'm pretty solid with my, my books. Yeah. As I look at the professor. I've read a book from time to time. <laughs> the only book I read was the manual for my rifle. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. As you hear it reload. <laughs> <laughs> so are we heading to the library? <laughs> Sure. Cool. Should probably talk to a witness or two. Yeah, probably a good idea. 
he he gives you a um a small list of names um so of course there was mr hayes he also gives you miss chance and uh then a um arnold arnold palmer i don't know why let's go arnold palmer <laughs> yeah <laughs> you double down on Ar- arnold palmer <laughs> is there something like is it controversial i know it's a no, drink. no it's just that's the it. it's a drink did you say i know it's a drink yeah <laughs> it, it, it was a man too <laughs> no what'd he do I don't know. I'm finding out if he's done anything bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're about to find out live if we're getting canceled. <laughs> Did he play golf? He's, he's he literally play golf? playing golf on the bottles, guys. Oh, see, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Let's make sure he hasn't been canceled. Hold on a yeah. second. Arnold Palmer conspiracy uh, or scandal? <laughs> scandal. Wait, a pogo. <laughs> Winnie Pogo. Oh my gosh, we found the connection. No, I think it's okay. Nicknamed the King, he was in the US Coast Guard. Oh, he might have been a cheat. There was a cheating scandal. Oh. I just looked up his name and scandal. The first one is after losing his wife rocked by controversy, and that's where the headline stops. But the next one is Arnold Palmer was a cheat. It's by the Guardian, so you know it's legit. That guy's you know just jealous. <laughs> We're gonna get cease and desist for Manitoba and Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Arnold, Arnold Palmer's estate will be. Did I, I speak will too frame soon? that. He did die, so um, yeah, it would be his estate contacting him. All right. Well, that that is your three. Uh, three witnesses. Um, so that would be Mr. Hayes, Miss Chance, and a Mr. Palmer. Well, let's get it out of the way and go talk to Mr. Palmer and then go to the library. Okay. Um, so, uh, Mr. Palmer lives over on Dagmar Street. And so it does take you um, a little while to get there as uh, you guys are right off of Broadway. Um, of course, not New York. That would be really far. There's also an Edmonton Street, which seems... Can you imagine Winnipeg Broadway? <laughs> oh my god, there really is a Dagmar Street in Winnipeg. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm looking at the map. <laughs> Look, I, am, I am being sucked into the verisimilitude of this... Uh... <laughs> I can imagine it. The streets are all beige and, and dirty. <laughs> yeah, what time of year is it? Is it mosquito season or winter? Because I've heard that's all there is. It's definitely winter. Yeah. It's winter? Yeah. Well, it's October. So, yes. In Canada, yes. Yeah. All um, of our non-Canadian listeners are going to get none of these jokes that we're making to make fun of Winnipeg. <laughs> Everyone else that lives in Canada is going to think this is the most hilarious episode we've ever done. These guys are fucking dicks. <laughs> I don't know, man. People from the prairie cities are the hardest on the prairie cities, so I think it's they'll true. get it. Is Winnipeg even in the prairies? Yeah. Manitoba's I thought it was in like a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> the prairies have swamps, too. No, I'm pretty sure, like, you get, like, Ontario, Canadian Shield in Ontario, you get swamped no, no, in Manitoba. No, 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 you've sold me. The, the cryptid for Winnipeg is Shrek. 
We've solved God, it. My we're, swamp. We're done. <laughs> Shrek versus the Winnip- Winnipogo. <laughs> <laughs> I paid money for that shit. Win a donkey. Win a donkey. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Okay, enough of this. Let's go see Palmer. I was going to say, our listeners are just going to... They, they have nothing for this episode. <laughs> we're stalling. <laughs> All right. You arrive at Mr. Palmer's residence around 10 in the morning. Um, he lives in, in a very average home. Probably looks like it was built uh, during the wartime housing boom. Uh, and, uh, you know, he is... Very quiet. Um, it looks like he well manicures his uh, flower beds, and it's a very unassuming house. Go Is there a Canadian you. flag hanging off the front porch? Of course. Okay. But, like, not an obnoxious sized one. Mm, that's important. I love that in Canada we have to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it, there's a flag, but it's not obnoxious. Don't worry. Yeah. And, and it was up before the convoy. It didn't go up after. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> We're apologizing for the flag before we've even like... <laughs> it's, it's not obnoxious and it has nothing to do with the convoy. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go up and knock on the door. So you knock and after a couple of moments, uh, you hear a shuffling in, in the, the door... Opens up wide and a little bit slow, though. And before you stands a fairly elderly gentleman. You probably guess he's in his 70s and he leans forward on the frame. Hello? Mr. Palmer? Yes? The Uh, Mr. Palmer? (laughs) (laughs) The Mr. Palmer that saw the Winnipogo? The Winnipogo what? Did you see something strange the other night? I see strange things a lot. I'm old. Can't see very well. I'd like to say I've never met this Canadian before, but I have. We all I think I'm related to this Canadian. They're often named Frank. <laughs> Wilbur. Oh, that's a good one, yep. Uh, he says, uh, come on in, uh, Put a put a spot of coffee on, and we could talk about it. And he shuffles off and just leaves the the front door wide open for you. I look at the other two with me, like, are we doing this? Yeah, I've heard Canadians are pretty friendly people. Do we have like a sign for when we like take them down? <laughs> Do we have a kill sign? <laughs> Do we have? Do we have a signal like that? But we're from London, so we just pull out clubs and beat him. Like, <laughs> can't use a gun. You guys really... arrived, and they gave you, like, standard issued <clears throat> guns, and you guys were like, oh, uh, What is this? What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a special agent. I've been trained. I carry. I'm strapped. <laughs> okay. So we don't have a kill word or something. Pineapple. Uh, Two quick blinks and then one slow blink. Okay, I'll wait for that. <laughs> I don't know if I like the idea of slow blinking to <laughs> me the symbol that we're going to kill this old man. <laughs> no, it's got to be too quick, followed by a slow. It's like, oh. <laughs> oh, see, I, I wasn't picturing a whole lot of things like, 
Yeah. That, probably uh, that probably doesn't work on a podcast. No, we're, no, this is visual humor on an audio medium. Seeing you guys just fucking looking high out of your minds to try to explain blinking <laughs> is something I wish we could show. We'll go in the guy's house, or at least I will. All right. Yeah, we'll follow. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, my shoes off at the door. Of course. That's you don't wear your shoes in. That's fucking yeah. weird. I think, yeah. did they do that in in Britain? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do. I don't know. In the U.S., they wear their shoes. It's Can't weird. We be Can- I want to be my Canadian cousin. <laughs> okay. Same name, though? Yeah. Don't don't judge me. It's a family name. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I'll get behind it. Oh. <laughs> I'll get behind it. <laughs> okay. So we got, we got Arthur. I'll be Art over here. Just Art. It'll be Art. Okay. Okay. Uh, and, and sorry, Cade, you were again. Uh, Donald Wortham. Donald Wortham. The professor. And the professor. Ooh, I like I'll that. be Marianne. <laughs> I'll, and that's the hot one, so, yeah. I mean, she's probably like 90 now, but like, she was the hot one. Really? I think so. Wasn't Ginger. Well, maybe Ginger. I don't know. I always had that feeling like this could be my grandma. I probably shouldn't think about it. What about uh, Mrs. What's her name? She always gets left out. They always forget there was a third woman on that island. Isn't that Mrs. Howell? Yeah. Well, interesting. Okay. She could be uh, my sugar mommy. That's weird. You don't have to say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, what's your character? <laughs> uh, Nick Freeman. Nick Freeman. Okay. Just writing it down so I don't have to keep asking. All right. Uh, yeah, you walk into the house and it has that really lush and and super goldy brown uh, shag carpeting throughout it. You know, everything's either got some sort of weird either wood or amber uh, veneer or glass to it. You know, yeah, a thing of Werther's at the beginning. You know, oh, if there's a thing of Werther's, I'd take one. Absolutely, you don't not take one. Okay, yeah, you no, grab exactly. one on the way in. You don't grab pass one on the way a Werther jar yeah. without taking one. <laughs> and uh, pr- pretty soon you go into a, a fairly modest home. And it, it has a, uh, a round table in the kitchen and some weird hanging lights that weren't popular since the 70s. And um, Mr. Palmer is, is shuffling around and you can see that he's brewing a, a big pot of coffee. Um, and Burgundy? Su- um, problem. No, it's it's probably Folgers. Let's Folgers. Yeah, yeah. This he doesn't. He, what's what's you know what's small batch coffee? Mister Palmer doesn't know. He, he instant might be his recommended. Actually, it's like PC no name brand. Yeah. yeah, it's whatever's cheapest because you know retirement kind of sucks. Um, except I dream of it one day. Life is too hard. Anyways, um, he pretty soon he puts down, um, you know, four mismatched mugs. One of them says like "best grandpa," uh, and the other one says like um, "my my other car is a Lamborghini" or something. You know, like all those kitschy ones. I call dibs on that one. <laughs> um, and uh, pretty soon you all have a piping hot mug of coffee in front of you. And uh, he he sits down and kind of drapes one arm over his knee and holds the mug really firmly. He says, well, you already know about the monster. 
Well, let's not call it that yet. We want to know what you saw. I, I saw a monster. <laughs> All right, continue. It was a cold July evening. <laughs> Wait a <Weird>. minute. <laughs> what is the date right? What? What? I thought we were in the fall already. Yep. <laughs> this report is from July? Well, I just told them the other day. I saw the other girl put in, put one in the paper, and I, f- I figured, hey, they should know my story, too. Continue. I apologize. It was a cold July evening. And I was out tending some flowers. When all of a sudden, hairs on the back of my neck started to go all prickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Sure do. Yeah, you've been there. You, you know it. I know I know some guys that have seen some things. You guys have seen some things. I know a prickly neck when I see one. <laughs> I know a prick when I know. Uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I just, I, I looked up. And down the street, I could see this beastly thing looking at me. <clears throat> and just as I wondered, is that Jeffro down there coming home from the pub? He looked up at the moon and he began howling all wild-like, like a dog. So it looked like a man. I, like a beast man? He was all hairy-like. Is Jethro hairy? You ever seen him? No, that's what I'm asking you. <laughs> of course he's hairy. Why would I think he was Jethro if he wasn't hairy? <laughs> you know Jethro? <laughs> Another familiar Canadian game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know Jim from Saskatoon? <laughs> And when you say he howled like a dog, had you been drinking that night? Haven't had a drop since. Well, for listeners at home, Ruin keeps licking his lips like an old man. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had a drink. I haven't had a drop since the Jets were first around, not the second time. (laughs) Those were better days, weren't they, Mr. Palmer? Best not talk about it, sir. Breaks my heart every time. Also, I know nothing about sports as a game moderator, so... Well, so clearly the... you did when you called out the Jets and made note that it wasn't the second time around. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and There's thus Ruin is tapped like, for knowledge. That's all he had. <laughs> There's people out there going like, is that, is that a Canadian football reference? I wonder. <laughs> they have two NFLs? <laughs> So, so it was like a real howl or like a person in, imitating a howl? Like, I can imitate a howl right here. Well, show me. 
<laughs> what have I done? <laughs> no, I think we're going to pass on that. Uh, but like, or was it like an actual dog's howl? Where is maybe more like a wolf? A coyote, maybe? You're naming very different sounds. That's a very broad spectrum, sir. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not a zoologist. <laughs> Do you think a man could make that sound? That, I guess that's what I'm asking. I don't think so. Did I've never creatures... heard. I've never heard a man make a sound like that before. Did the creature seem to notice you or come towards you? Uh, or, or did it just run away? I believe it did notice me. It seemed like he was staring right at me. And then he howled. <laughs> and I got real nervous like. And I began to slowly creep towards my house. And it's like he saw me and started running towards me. So that's when I just ran and slammed the door. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I had to give a good, a good sit down because my ticker kept ticking too hard. But, uh, you know, just, I could have sworn just as soon as I got inside, he, he hit my door. There was a thud, and then he went away. So just a thud? It didn't, like, try to scratch the door or open the door or anything? I don't think so. It's definitely one solid bang. Not to be too on the nose, but do we know what phase of the moon was out that cold July night? Well, you see, it was quite late. It was probably probably quarter past 11, and, and you know, streetlights were on, sure, but I didn't need no other lights out to do some, some picking of my flowers. I, I have these certain ones that only bloom at night, and I really wanted to take a look at them. That sounds beautiful, Mr. Palmer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay, I got nothing. Have you seen it since? Or just the one time? Just the one time, but when I saw that, what was her name? Miss Luck? When I, when I, when I saw... Chance? Ah, yeah, yeah. When I saw Miss Chance being mentioned in that fancy article, I said, by golly, I think that's the same one. And so that's when I decided I should file a report. Of course, they looked at me like I was strange because nobody got hurt or nothing, but I was scared. I felt threatened. It's understandable. Our last case, we, we dealt with somebody getting hit by books. Like at a... Like at a chapters? Something like that. Well, suppose I should be lucky I didn't actually get hit. Would have knocked some sense into me, maybe. My favorite thing about Ruin's old man voice is that there's a little sprinkling of Adam Sandler in there every now and then. <laughs> no, conditioner is better. Back to school. Back to school. No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. <laughs>
goddamn teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> That's the line. That's the line Mr. Palmer says. Uh, he, well, yeah, well, Arnold says, uh, you know, you're, you're lucky to take a look, or you're not lucky. You're you're uh, welcome to welcome. take a look around and and see if you can see anything. I haven't. Well, I haven't it's retouched been six the door. Six months. I haven't retouched the door though. Okay. 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 Yeah. Uh, I'll go take a look at the door. See if there's like scratch marks or a dent or anything notable. Uh, yeah, you go ahead to, up to the front door, and you can tell that there's there's definitely something that has happened to the both the the middle to the both the middle of the door vertically, but closer to the door handle. Okay, like just like a like an impact dent, or um, it's hard to tell what might have caused it. You might need yeah. to do some sort of investigation. Uh... Like, the, sorry, the door is damaged or stained. <clears throat> it looks like it's a damage. And is this a wooden door or like a modern exterior door? You said it's an older house. So. Yeah, it's a wooden door. Wooden door? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you let me swing this as a research roll as I'm researching the door? No. Well, you're not finding a manufacturer. Well, I don't want an observation because my observation sucks, and that's the only other one that I think well, I'm, fits. I'm not bad at observation. I can... All right, you can do the observation then. I'll point out. Hey, what do you think that is? Looks like a firefighter like myself might have put their boot through the door there. <laughs> I'll roll my observation. Mr. Palmer had a fall, and we couldn't get it. Do Do we have any way of like swabbing for DNA? Maybe. Uh, I think that that would be... Am I going too high-tech? I forgot what year we're playing in. That's either going to be... Yeah, it's modern. So we're playing in 2023, roughly. Um, I got a success. Not a hard success, but I got a success. Yeah, so you notice right away that there is some gouging um, in this this mark. So not only is it impacted like something kind of um like slammed into it but there is some gouging um in these like long vertical almost scratches and some splintering of the wood i cast sense vestigia uh spent four luck to succeed oh my god you're good at this i totally forgot we had that skill <laughs> All right, and that is a very important skill for us to reflect upon. So, as a reminder for our uh, listeners at home, uh, sense vestigia is essentially your sense magic skill. Um, the The idea is that everything in the world leaves a sense memory, um, usually through uh, powerful emotive events causing a lingering of magic. And so, what Jody's going for here uh, is to try to sense something. Magical. So, Jody, why don't you tell us what exactly are you looking for through that role? Um, looking to basically see if I can tell whether it was made by something that would resemble like an animal's claws, like a small animal's claws, or whether they were bigger and substantial, more like the size that the guy stated. Yep. Uh, and. 
Like, I don't know if there's a some kind of supernatural residual feel to it. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I think you've done a, an excellent job at that. Um, you, you, all of a sudden, Nick senses um, almost, he gets this tingling in his fingertips as if he's, you know, petting an animal of some sort, some coarse, thick hair. And he gets the scent of, of sweat and almost like that, um, that pheromone of um fear you know um and at the same time like a scent of dirt mixing with it interesting and like can i you said i sense a feeling of fear is it like fear for their safety or fear like they're taking a risk hunting someone? Uh, fear for safety. Okay. And we assume that fear is from Mr. Palmer or from the beast? I don't think we can actually confirm this is a beast yet. Well, anything that's not a human can be a beast. <clears throat> it could just be a drunk neighbor at this point yowling at the moon. True, true. In a costume with giant yeah. claws. Fuck you, moon! <laughs> Headline, local man yells at moon. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's our next t-shirt design. Fuck you, Fuck moon. You. <laughs> Fuck you, moon. <laughs> can I roll a navigate to see if I can, like, track any other claw marks in, in other things, like trees or branches, etc.? Where it came from, where it went? You definitely try. Oh, I rolled a four, so that's a hard success. That's even a hard success. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you guys, um, you begin kind of following. Um, you see that there's some gouges that have, have they've grown in with, um, you know, grass and stuff over the couple months. But there's definitely been some gouges in the front lawn as if something had drug up a considerable amount of dirt um and you're able to follow that down the street and so you notice that um at the end of dagmar it actually turns towards uh, notre dame ave and is any of our other witnesses off in that direction uh well mr hayes was at the Forks Market when everything happened, um, but he actually lives over on uh, James Ave. And then Miss Chance uh, lives in an apartment building over on, let's see here, uh, just off of Main Street and William Stevenson Way. Well, do you guys want to talk to more witnesses or go to the library? 
Uh, I feel like we kind of need to talk to more witnesses to have a lead on to corroborate research. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love Mr. Sure Palmer, but Mr. don't know Palmer if I a whack job. Yeah, I don't know if I give him the credibility that he might need. <laughs> you don't trust Mr. Palmer? Uh not that I think he's sketchy. I just don't know if he's all there. I just think he's an old man. Yeah. That's, that is valid. And um, old men sometimes... The scratches on the door are definitely sketchy. Yeah. But that could be a dog, right? Well, we wouldn't have sensed Vestigia on it, though, if we if it was a true, dog, right? True, true. You know what? One of the uh, pieces of lore within the book is uh, apparently there is an acronym with the Metro, um, P- the Metro Police in London, and it's ABC: uh, Assume Nothing, Believe Nothing, and Check Everything. So you guys are in the C. Check everything. Um, so who would you like to go check with next? Whoever's closest. Uh, well, that would be uh, Miss Chance. Okay, I'm a pretty eligible bachelor, so this, this could be Miss Chance's lucky day. <laughs> She'll be Miss Lucky tonight. <laughs> I'm a firefighter. You know, there's a lot to love there. I've got my own calendar. Entire calendars it. about it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, you you manage. To head off to Miss Chance, who is off of Maine and uh, William Stevenson Way. And uh, you know what? I'm running out of coffee here, so it's time to hit a refill. We'll be right back. Hey Table Hub players, it's Ruin here. We're just taking a quick coffee refill, and as we do that, we wanted to talk to you about some of the exciting possibilities that we have here in the Natural 20 Cafe. Join with me to do that is my co-host Cade. Hey, I'm still Cade. 
uh, from the beginning and now. Uh, we have some really awesome things that we would love for you to be aware of. First of all, we have our Patreon. If you like the show and would like to support us more while getting some extra goodies along the way, please consider checking us out on Patreon at Cantrips and Coffee. Uh, for a couple of bucks, you can support us while also getting some amazing bonuses like our exclusive Discord, some extra special side podcasts that aren't released anywhere else, as well as uncut episodes of this show you're listening to right now. We're even funnier if you don't filter us you can also join us on all forms of social media we are most active on instagram and tiktok and uh yeah we like to think we're funny and post funny things there and so uh join in on the conversation and who knows maybe look forward to a contest or something that we throw at you once in a while but uh with that i think those beans are being done brewing and we're gonna get back into the episode All right, we are back and highly caffeinated. So when you arrive to Miss Chance's apartment, she is on the 15th floor of the high rise. And you are able to ride um, the elevator up after she buzzes you in once you've announced yourselves. Um, And after knocking on the door, uh, she quickly opens it up. she fumbles with the latch a little bit, forgetting that it was on. Um, and she, when she opens, it, she she just begins speaking. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm uh, so so happy that you've you've come here. I, I I don't know what took you so long, but I I please come come right in. Is everything all right? You seem very frantic. Oh oh yes no everything's fine. I just and she once you step in, she slams the door shut. Uh, locks the deadbolt, locks the slide chain lock, uh, and, and she begins pacing. You can see that this is a fairly um, fairly modest bachelor suite apartment, um, but it looks like she has been living 
in a lot of mess. Um, and so she, she quickly begins running around trying to, you know, put things away. And, and she's like, I'm, I'm so sorry. If I, if I had known that you were, you were coming, I, I, I would have, I, I, well, I would have done something. I'm, I'm so, 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 so sorry. Just take a breath. It's okay. Everything's fine. We're here now and, uh, we're here to hear your story and, See what we can do about it. Yeah, my story. Yeah, right. And she begins breathing really heavy and, and almost like Remember she's hyperventilating. Remember the breath. Remember the breath. Uh, Deep can, breath. Can you give me a social role? Sure. Uh, would you say that this is with persuasion or eloquence? Uh... You said the thing about the the breaths, and I would say persuasion is. Does that give you a Perfect. bonus of sorts? I get a bonus die because I'm silver tongued as one of my advantages. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, this is a neat system with Rivers of London that you don't see in Call of Cthulhu, which is that characters do have advantages. They get certain perks, bonus dies for traits that they possess. So yeah, go ahead and make that roll, Cade. So with my bonus die, I got a hard success on my social roll. Oh, wonderful! And and you almost kind of do that thing where you 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 mime the breathing with her, mm-hmm. and soon enough, yeah, she she begins to regulate her breathing, and, and she's, oh, I'm so sorry, I I don't know what I was thinking. It's just been just just been so hard <clears throat> since I. Luckily, I luckily I was able to take some time from work, and then they allowed me to to work from home, but. You're the first people I've let into my apartment since well, since it all happened. Understandable. It's okay. I uh, maybe I'll just check the door quick. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Like similar to Mr. Palmer. I don't want to freak her out, but I just want to see if there's any evidence of like similar to Mr. Palmer's door. Yeah, you, you go, and it's very evident that the door is very um, clean and well taken care of. There's not any sort of sign of anything similar okay. to what Mr. Palmer had. All right. And we didn't I'll... see anything at the front door of the apartment building? No. Okay. I'll close her door and make sure she sees me, like, locking it up again for her. And mm-hmm. uh, All right, Miss Chance. How about you uh, lead us through, you know, the event and then what happened? Right. Uh, well, um, I, w- I was I was out uh, on on a date. Um, he had taken me to Shaw Park, um, and um, we'd taken in a game. Um, and then he he asked if we wanted to to walk um, walk around the river valley, um, and um, you know, lo- lovely trails there and. Um, well, it started to get late and, um, he, you know, we had stopped to, to warm up because he, he offered me his jacket and, um, all of a sudden, uh, we, we it was like I could hear some rustling in, in the trees. Um, at, at first we thought it might've been somebody just taking a shortcut, but then there are these, these, these eyes, this, these dark eyes with piercing you know when you know when a when a cat looks at you in the middle of the night it, it, yes it, it was like that it's like so 
deep and piercing, just staring out at us. Almost and, like it was measuring up how much effort it would take to end your life. That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. That was oddly just... specific, Jody. <laughs> yes, they're insane creatures. <laughs> Cats, demons. <laughs> Dude, bring it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, that was that was exactly it. Well, and, and well, the asshole left me. He began running. <laughs> <laughs> of course he, even he took, did. He even took I did, I did his not jacket think that back. Was what she was going to say anyway. He went running, and I didn't know what to do, so I, I, I just st- stood there, and then it leaped at me, and, and so I, I, I ran for my life as fast as I could, and I didn't stop running until I got all the way here, which luckily for me was only a few blocks, but I, did it howl? There was some sort of howling in in the background. It was only when I was much further away and I'd ran all the way up to my apartment and and I I, I ran out to my balcony and I could hear the howling in the distance. It it had to have been the same thing. What kind of shoes were you wearing? Uh, Just some flats. I just kind of gauge her run speed. (laughs) Did Did it sound like the creature was following you when you ran away? I'll be honest, it was so... I ran so fast and didn't look back that it was hard to tell. When it leapt out at you, did you get any kind of look at it? Like, what it... You know, size, color, anything like that? It, it was gigantic, but it was it was quite dark out. Um, it, and she thinks and she, and she goes, Well, there was a lot of moonlight, but we were pretty hidden in the thicket of the trees. Along the path, so it was difficult to see, um, right. but it was quite large and well. It well, just looked gigantic. like a black can you, can you be a little more specific? Like, was it like a... human sized, like large dog? Uh, no, it was bigger than a dog. Um, it seemed bigger than was a human, it the size but of a bear. No, not quite that big. A, a large human. Okay, like she she stops and. Are you and familiar she... with a man named Jethro? <laughs> tall? <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> actually, yeah. We I never just... actually clarified. <laughs> no, I I can't say I am. Okay. <laughs> um, was this beast hairy? Scales, feathers. It's possible it was hair. It was. It was very difficult to see. It just okay. came at me so quickly. For sure. But it was. It wasn't like wearing flannel, like clothes or something. No, it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a log driver. <laughs> <laughs> they, it is the season. Uh, <laughs> Baby Waltzen. Yeah. <laughs> It's a fantastic reference. I hope people get it. <laughs> uh, have you talked to your date since then? No. How could I? I mean, it's not even that he's afraid. I mean, I love when men can express emotions, but he left me. What if That's he had fair. eaten me? It's very fair. What if it ate him? 
least we would have gone down like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I feel like you need to reread that play. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really happen that way. It wasn't like they got eaten by a monster. Uh, could we get your? Could we get that guy's name? Yeah, uh, his name is David Pearson. Did you meet him on like Tinder or something? Or? It was Bumble. Fair. Yeah. As a, as somebody who has been with his wife for longer than internet dating, I hope that that's an accurate app. I don't. I don't know. My wife uh, and I were just talking about that. We kind of are upset that we missed out on the like the gamification of dating. It seems no, like it'd be fun. Not. No, <laughs> I was swiping. Is, I had a friend who made, who <laughs> let me swipe for him, and there were some that I was like, okay, for me maybe, for him no. And he was like, if you have to think about it, it's a no. In my first year of teaching, I had a student match with my brother on Tinder. Gross. Uh, yeah, that was really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I think it, I don't think it works as well in small towns. No. no. <laughs> You're related to half of them. There's a cousin. There's a cousin. There's a cousin. <laughs> don't, sister. There's a cousin. <laughs> Just a sec. Ma, are we related to this person? <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> okay, well we'll take can we take his particulars and add him to our list of Cuz obviously he must have seen it, right? Yes, but I have a sneaking suspicion that he's not going to be answering his phone. Oh, you think he's dead? Potentially. If it if it didn't chase her, chase someone. The old adage, I don't have to be fast, I just have to be faster than you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You she haven't says, seen the creature again since then? I, I haven't, but I, I also haven't left my apartment. Are, are you going to catch that. it? <laughs> I'd like you to use your observation to tell her what stench you smell. <laughs> Can I please do that? Sure. <clears throat> Oh yeah, I not a I I got a success, not a hard success, but I yeah, success. That might be cat piss. I think it's cat piss. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. There's a bit of an ammonia smell here. <laughs> Maybe you need to. I think you need to get out a little bit. Don't Maybe let I'll... this thing. Don't let this thing like take away your social life. Is what I'm saying. Maybe I'll start with opening a window. Sure. Yeah, it's been small steps. Small, very small steps. Mm-hmm. On to the next, maybe? The... Can we at least call this guy and see if he answers? Yeah. Because now I'm afraid yeah. he's dead. Yeah, she she gives you his phone number. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't say out loud in front of her. I think he's dead. <laughs> I feel like she doesn't care that much at this point. No. <laughs> she is cold, don't you think? Like, well, I know I said I was coming here for a date, but I'm not. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> this is the cat piss that turned you off? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Actually, reminds me of the the white buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Great white buffalo. <laughs> okay. 
I uh, let's call this guy. All right. Uh, do you guys leave? You guys leave the apartment first. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you make your way out of the apartment and you uh, make your way back into your your car and begin to dial and after about five long rings uh it goes off to the voicemail and it's like hey it's david uh, i don't check this thing so don't bother i hate people like that it's too cool for messages i know listen if it weren't for my job i would do that i hate voicemail send me a text i i agree but i'm still not gonna be like yeah i don't check it so like don't even bother man you whippersnappers. I'll, I'll immediately put a call in to our RCMP contact and ask him to check for missing persons reports on this guy. Yeah, do a wellness check on his house at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they they say that uh, they copy that and uh, they'll they'll send it out to the uh, nearest responding officer and uh, get back to you when they can. On to the third and final. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, yeah, so um, the last one was Mr. Hayes, who lives over on uh, James Ave. Uh, and I'm only mildly cognizant of the fact that there's somebody out there being like, none of these places have houses. They're all business. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, people live in, in apartments over top of businesses all the time. That is true. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, this, this one is definitely more of, uh, shambles would be too strong of a word, but it is definitely more of a rundown house. Oh, we'll knock. It's, uh, you can hear that there's a, a rustling inside, but there doesn't appear to be an answer. Any claw marks on the door? Yes, there is. <gasps> Do they look fresh? Um, I would need an observation for that. Hard success. Nice. Yes, they are relatively fresh. Um, if you had like to place within it... Within the time he would have placed the uh, report? Yes, and his report was the latest... Um, occurring approximately 27 days ago. I'm going to go full firefighter on the door. I'm just going to give it a good uh, bang and be like, (laughs) we can hear you in there. Yeah. Again, you hear, uh, you, you hear the clinking of glass um, and no, no answer. Nobody's even calling out to say anything. Is there like a window or anything? Yep. Yeah. I just like, Walk over and look in the window. Mm-hmm. While he's doing that, can I make my way around back to make sure he doesn't like slip out the back door? Certainly. Ooh. Um. Very law and order of you. Well yeah, done. exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy, you look in the um, Donald, or sorry, Arthur Art looks into the uh, the window and and he sees um, the the couch has been tipped over. Um, part of the wall has a big. Uh, gash in it um, oh and uh, there appears to just be refuse everywhere uh, Cade as you're walking around to the back as Donald's walking he notices that the grass is quite overgrown um, there's a rusted tricycle that's been uh, knocked over 
and uh, literally my back alley <laughs> <laughs> um and you know like a a very uh faded and oxidized barbecue with the lid still open um and the the back porch uh the the door the the like uh screen door is is open but the the firm inner door is is shut I'm gonna th- as soon as I see there's like signs of a struggle in there like with the overturned couch I'm gonna try to be all like police like I'm gonna like start yelling for uh, the agent to breach I'll right, be like, breach the door breach breach <laughs> okay well you're the fireman kick, kick yeah but I feel in. like you've been dying to do this so do it okay okay <laughs> Sure. All right. Go even ahead. And... Sh- even even fire a few rounds into the lock if you have to. I don't. <laughs> well, what kind of check do you want for like a kick right to where the uh, the bolt would be? Um, I think a it would actually be cop school. I think it would be a strength roll, which is against your okay. characteristics. I would also take an athletics. Uh, no, I'll do strength. Well, both are the same, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, okay. Regular success. Breach, yeah. breach. Yeah, it didn't appear to be a super Do we have sturdy flash door. Bangs? Jesus, guys, like dial <laughs> no, it back. I don't have flashbangs. <laughs> fucking Manitoba, a, not Edmonton. There's an <laughs> AR in the trunk if you want it. Uh, AR, holy shit, it's Toronto. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the door is is a lot weaker than you would have uh, thought, and it it busts open. The jam is destroyed, uh, and you are you have access to the house. I also just realized I had locksmiths, but like kicking the door is way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, but locksmith is an expert skill. So it's yeah, I have it though as yeah. part of my special agent thing. Mm. So you could, you, yeah. I, either yeah. one's good. I yeah. yelled breach. You got excited. No, I kicked okay. it. I kicked it for sure. <laughs> okay, uh, step in. All right, you go into the house, and. Uh, Pretty soon, you, you kind of creep down the hall, gun drawn ahead of you. And just as you turn the corner, a glass bottle comes flying towards your head. Uh, and I'm going to need you to make, I believe, is it, this is where, is it an athletics check to dodge in this game? I think you have to Shit dive X. out of the way with a athletics check. But let me just double check on this. Oh, it might be Dex. Either way, open fire. <laughs> so hefty, hefty PDF. One Yep, yeah, uh, it is a uh, dodge, and dodging is done um, by diving for cover if it is a um, firearms, bows, or magic. So I think a thrown object would count as that. Um, and It's funny it doesn't say what skill to use. <laughs> That's annoying. You choose to... Would you consider this melee, or... I, I feel like it's... It's throwing a bottle. It's like a ranged attack. It's a range. So then what it it's is... Like is athletics you just, or a dex check? Uh, it, 
yeah, so you dive for cover. You can't dodge bullets or fireballs, but you do have the option to dive for cover, which is the next best thing. Um, diving for cover. Okay, so when you dive for cover, you must forgo your next action when it comes to your combat turn. Uh, and you'll have, like, so you basically use it to get up. Um, you just don't get your next combat turn. So, are you going to dive for cover? Yes. Alright, so you managed to, to dive and overturn a table to kind of take cover behind. And just with that, I I'm out of coffee. And that means it's time to go. <laughs>